Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on j And at 712-432-2444. And that also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak's books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right. So I guess we could go straight to the story now. Okay, so this week's story once again is sponsored as a refuge lemma for Chaim Yosef Sviben Sir Miriam and for a refuel Avram Yitzchak Ben Gittel. Okay, so uh, Yassi, <laughs> what is that paper that you got over there? Ah, uh, that was the paper that you were looking at before. I noticed that. Would you like to give it back to me? I know, because I was thinking about, uh, I should do the story today. Oh, you were thinking about you want to do the story today? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and when did you have a chance to look over the story? Ah, uh, the same time you did. Ah, but I had the paper first. Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. You want to tell the story? I'm going to start. And then if you can't finish it? Ah, uh, well, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. Okay, so uh, this story was... Uh, are you going to read that part? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. This uh, story was submitted by Mendy Z. As a matter of fact, Mendy Z says he recently heard this story and he would like to hear how uh, I, I... I mean, you. I mean, well, you know how we tell the story. Uh-huh. So he would like to see or hear, actually hear, how we tell the story... On Jerud, okay? Not a problem. Okay, so the name of the story is? I think before you speak. Okay, so think before you speak is a great title. And speaking about that, uh, do you know what's coming around the bend? Arosh Hashanah. That's right. And do you know we get judged at that time? Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, how's your Ben Adam Lechaveri? Oh, my Ben Adam Lechaveri? I mean, I, I, when I stand Ben Adam Lechaveri, I talk directly to them. I, I don't turn around. I have uh, proper respect. I mean, I, I say it right in front of their face. I say, hello, how you doing? Uh-huh. And, um, as far as their affairs for older people goes, how do you do with that? Oh, with that, um, I, uh, 
Uh-oh, I know what you're leading to. Okay, Rabbi Herbs, here's your paperback. Okay, but can I tell the story anyways? Well, um, well, uh, uh, I asked it nicely this time. Well, um, okay, I'll let you do it this time, all right? Okay, and you can help out when you think I'm not doing so good. What do you mean I should start the story right now? Hey, Rabbi Yers. I'm just teasing, just teasing. Okay, so why don't you tell this story? Uh, uh, but first you can give a little background. Oh, okay, I should give a little background? Yeah, you do the background. Okay, a little background is that <clears throat> this is a very, very interesting story. I researched some of this uh, information here. Uh, whoever Mendy heard it from, uh, Mendy Z obviously heard it from somebody that made an impression on Mendy Z. He liked the story very much. I liked the story very much too, but I figured, you know, I gotta research things because some stories are actually true. And some stories are like what we call a, 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 a historical fiction or a contemporary fiction, right? That's right. Sometimes a story may not be true, but it is said that it happened at a certain time period or during something that happened. Okay, so um, this story supposedly took place in 1985. 1985? That's 15, uh, 36 years ago. Am I doing that correct? 21 and 15 is 36. Well, that's right. This story happened approximately 36 years ago, according to the information that I have, because based on some of the facts that Mendy Z, uh, you know, sent over, <coughs> I was able to derive that this story probably took place in 1985, but as we tell the story, uh, you'll see how we got that conclusion. Okay, okay, uh, uh, so when do I start? Right now. Okay, uh, as everybody knows, uh, some people, <clears throat> uh, you know, myself included sometimes, I guess, right, Rabbi Herbs? Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear what you said or what you're about to say. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, anyways, there are some people, uh, myself included, uh, that sometimes uh, they talk before they think. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and so the name of the story today, or tonight, depending on what time you're listening, <laughs> is called Think Before You Speak. Well, I think it's still daylight at 7 o'clock when the show begins, so, uh, yeah, it can be still daytime. Okay, whatever. I think tonight we're going to start in the daylight and then finish at night, right? I guess so. It's going to get dark as, uh... The story evolves, yes, indeed. Okay, so that's very good. So the name of the story is called Think Before You Speak. Okay, now this story was submitted by uh, our famous Mendy Z. doesn't like his last name to be told. He sometimes hears stories or reads stories from other people and or hears from other people. And he'd like to hear how uh, Rabbi Erbs, or in this case, Yossi, <laughs> tell the story. And he wants to hear, you know, how we would schmaltz it up or what we would do to bring out the lesson and whatever. Yes, go ahead. So, uh, remember, um, uh, this radio show, we got to be finished within the hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, so anyways, um, I don't know if the names that, that Mendy sent uh, uh, are the real names, are they? I don't know. He didn't mention they were real names or not. He just mentioned that these names were used in the story. So, it chances are, uh, according to my research, that there were no such people of these names, unless uh, they managed to keep a low profile. So, I think they were made up names. So, we'll make up names also. What do you have in mind? Ah, uh, it depends what the character is. Well, I thought you said you know the story. You read my paper. Yeah, but your, your, your paper only said five, six words. How do you know a whole story by looking at five, six words? Oh, that's a gift from Akadosh Baruch I just need a few little tips to remind myself of what to say, and then presto, in a shemaim, it just comes out. Ah, uh, okay, could you rub some of that off on me? 
Okay, here it goes. Ow, not so hard, please. Okay, you told me I should rub. All right, uh, did that rub off into your head? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so um, in Eretz Yisrael, there was this man. He was a very rich man. And we're going to call him Aaron Geldshaft. Okay, Aaron Geldshaft. Geldshaft or Geldshaft? A Geldshaft, whatever, you know what I mean? Okay, Geldshaft. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so Aaron Geldshaft, he was a very rich man. And he had a lot, a lot, a lot. Are you going to stretch every word and word and word? Or are you going to be smooth when you tell the story? Uh, that's a good question. All right, okay. So, um, anyways, Aaron Gelchev was a very rich man, and he lived at that time in Eretz Yisrael. That's so lovely. And uh, this was? In 1985. Okay, good. And? Anyway, so he lived in Eretz Yisrael in 1985, and he had a brother named Tuvia Gelchev. Well, if it's his brother... Obviously, his last name would be Gelshaft. Yeah, but maybe he could be a stepbrother with a different name. Oh, uh, okay, okay. You didn't say that before. Okay, so anyways, Aaron and Tuvia, they loved each other. Like good brothers should. I hope so. And uh, yeah, anyway, so these two brothers, they were the best of brothers and the best of friends. And they would do anything for each other. But Baruch Hashem, they were successful in doing business. Uh, what kind of business were they in? Are you going to tell the oil? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh they were in real estate. Uh, so, um, Aaron Gelchaft and Tuvia, they owned a lot of real estate. And they owned real estate not just in Eretz Israel, but they owned it in other countries. And one of the other places where they owned a lot of real estate was in Mexico. Ah, in Mexico. I, I said Mexico. Yes, that's what I said. Mexico. Uh, no, no, no. Mexico. No, no, you don't understand. <laughs> Mexicans pronounce Mexico as Mexico. Oh, oh, sorry. I, now all of a sudden you know how to speak Mexico or whatever. Mexican. Ah, uh, uh, whatever. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you what happened. So Aaron lived in Eretz Yisrael. And, of course, Tuvia, his other brother, that is, his brother Tuvia, uh, lived in Mexico. Very nice. So happy to hear that. So he lived in Mexico. And the reason... Oh, oh, oh don't, don't, don't think he didn't have a house in Eretz Israel. I'm sure he did. But he mainly stayed in Mexico because they owned a lot of property in Mexico. So he had to manage it. Okay. And, of course, they would visit each other. Uh, sometimes Aaron would take a trip to Mexico. I mean, Mexico. Whatever. Anyways, he would take a trip out there. <coughs> and, of course, um, 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 uh, of course, uh, uh, Tuvia would take a trip out there to Israel every now and then, right? Okay. But they would share the business and they would conduct everything. But, of course, the majority of the money was kept in a bank in Eretz Yisrael. And Aaron was in charge of it. But Tuvia and Aaron got along very nicely. And it wasn't that Aaron said, I got most of the money so you can't have any. Uh, you want this money? No, 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 no. Uh, it didn't happen that way. Okay? Just that they felt... It was better to keep the money in a bank in Eretz Yisrael than to keep it just in Mexico. Okay, they felt there was Kedusha behind it. Ah, so I gathered these uh, two people, Aaron and Tubia, uh, were religious Yidin, right? They were from Yidin. A hundred percent! Well, anyways, they both were getting richer and richer with their real estate. Now, of course, they were both Balei Tzedakah, you know, but, you know, Tuvia, he was a very refined person. Very refined. Uh-oh. 
you're starting off with Tuvia, but you started telling me about Aaron, and now you're switching to Tuvia. Uh, well, I said, you know, Aaron was a very, very refined... Uh, no, I mean, sorry, uh, Tuvia was a very refined person. So make up your mind. Was Aaron also a refined person? Aaron was a very nice person, except that... Except that what? I, you know, uh, being rich kind of got them. You mean he stopped giving tzedakah? No, 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 no. He still gave tzedakah. But he started to have, like, an attitude problem. He started to become like a shtickle palgaivenek. What do you mean? He bragged that he was very rich? No, 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 no. But he felt that he was rich. He had privileges coming to him because he's a reichamensch, you know what I mean? And very well to do. So Aaron Gelchap would walk around with his nose up in the ear. Uh, in nose up in... It's an expression, Rabbi Herb. She once taught it to me. That means he's like a, a Balgaivenik and he thinks he's the greatest. Oh. Uh. Yes, you're right. I told you that. Okay. But with you, I never know. Because when you see a guy walk with his nose up in the air, it means he could have taken off his nose and held it up high in the air. <laughs> I would be doing that probably near Purim time, but not now. Okay, anyways, so let me tell you what happened. So what happened is like this. So whenever he walked around, people looked around and said, Oh, look, there is Aaron Gelchav. Aaron Gelchav. I'm collecting... For Achnosis Kala, and maybe you can give some money. And of course, you know, Aaron Gelchop was, you know, uh, about Gaivenik, uh, and he, but he gave the tzedakah, but he, he gave it in a funny way. And he would say, Of course, of course, you're collecting over here. Oh, you think that I'm gonna give you in the middle of the street? <laughs> it doesn't pass for me. They get money like this in the middle of the street. No, 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 no. Ah, step into my limousine over here, please. Step in. Okay, not a problem. And he would step into the limousine, right? Yeah, that's what he'd do. He would step into the limousine and he would take out his checkbook or and he would write him a nice check and so on and so forth. And that's the way it was, you know. They, well, you know, sometimes... Aaron could come to a restaurant, and he would come inside, and it would be a fancy restaurant, but it didn't look like there was any seat over there. And so Aaron would come inside and says, Excuse me, pardon me. Are you the manager of this restaurant? Are you the maitre d'ah? Uh, are you? Yes, I am. Why? What can I do for you? Uh, what can you do for me? Look around here. Do you know who I am? Uh, yes, I know who you are. You are uh, Aaron Gelchav, one of the richest men in Eretz Yisrael. Yes, yes, I know who you are. Uh, so what can I do for you? Oh, what do you mean? You see me walking in here to your restaurant, and you don't make sure that I have a comfortable seat here to sit? Look at this place over here. I mean, it's crowded over here. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, you're coming at prime time, and and all the seats are taken. Ah, uh, chutzpah! A seat is not reserved here in my honor. <laughs> well, this will be the last time I come to your restaurant. Good day and goodbye. Wow, boy, oh boy, he's very temperamental. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, he's kind of temperamental because he thinks it's coming to me. He thinks if he walks into a place. And people should move out of the way, and they should give up their place so he can have a space. But that's not menschlichkeit. I didn't say it was menschlichkeit. Wow. And and what kind of person was Tuvia? Ah, Tuvia? Well, he was a very humble type of person. Uh, let's go to Mexico. All right. Um, I'll get on the first plane. Hey, now you're starting to sound like me, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, just put your imagination in Mexico. And, and and we are meeting up with uh, Tuvia. How are you today? I'm fine, sir. I'm fine, monsieur. Uh, I'm, I'm monsieur, not monsieur. That's French. Sorry, how do we say it? Uh, you say, you uh, know, uh, whatever you speak. If you are a Frenchman that came to Mexico, it's okay. Don't worry. 
However you speak is fine. What can I do for you? Well, sir, I do come from France, actually. Uh, uh, oh, 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 I know what it is, I remembered. Senor, I'm very sorry that I spoke to you. Uh, monsieur, okay, but uh, uh, anyways, I come from France, actually. Senor, monsieur, uh, monsieur, senor. Anyways, I come from France, and I have a moistness over there, Yeshiva, and we are running short on money. We're not able to pay our rebellion on time, and our mores and everything. I was wondering if you'll be able to help out. Of course. Of course I will. Certainly. So what do you need to be able to go through, uh, to catch yourself up, uh, to be able to, uh, pay your rebellion on time? Oh, that would be, um, uh, what to be, and, and of course, <clears throat> you see, you're supposed to be spontaneous. Ah, yeah, and of course he, you know, gave him a sum, and right away, uh, Tobia went and he wrote out a check. And it was a big size old check, and he treated him nicely, and so on and so forth. And when Tobia, when he started to come to a restaurant, he would come to the restaurant and he would say, Excuse me, uh, <coughs> excuse me, senor. Uh, do you have a place for me? Oh, sure, I'm very sorry. It just so happens that uh, all the seats are taken are coming at prime time. Uh-huh, okay, not a problem. But, uh, sir, I would like to honor you because you are, sir, a uh, 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 monsieur, a, 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 not, not monsieur, that was the, uh, 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 senior, <laughs> senior, monsieur, senior, monsieur. I uh, just plain to be a Gelshoft is fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, everybody knows you. Ah, uh, it's okay. Don't worry. I will not have anybody uh, get up for my uh, account. Uh, I'll come back in another time. I'll go to a different restaurant for now, but uh, I'll come back here when I... Uh, don't worry. I, I'm not uh, writing you off yet. Wow. So you see a difference between the two? Ah, uh, yeah. So Tuvia seems to have a very nice personality, and his riches didn't go to his head. He still remained a mensch. So uh, it looks like he's passing whatever test Hashem is giving. And uh, Aaron, on the other hand, doesn't look like he's going to pass the test. Uh, don't say that yet, Rabbi Yerus. I mean, the story's not over yet. <laughs> you know, so a lot of things happen in the story. So anyhow, uh, so you got the idea how the two of them are, right? So uh, they're both doing very good business and everything like this. They're both ballet seducers and everything like that and so on and so forth. But one is a little more polite and one let this uh, riches get to his head, right? Uh, yeah, if you're telling me so, yeah, sure, yeah, okay. Anyhow, one day, uh, uh, Tobia gets a phone call. Okay, Tobia, are you there? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, let's get the phone call. Oh, yeah, see? Are you going to make the phone ring? Oh, yeah, one second. Uh, hello, yes. Uh, ah, Shmulek. How are you? How are you? How are you, Shmulek? Oh, sir. <coughs> I'm fine, just a little bit of a cold. Anyhow, sir. Um, you know, uh, I'm, you pay me that I should do, uh, um, you know, to check out when there's a good real estate deal popping up around the cities, right? Yes, I do. Uh, what do you have for me? Well, uh, I want you to come down here, uh, uh, to, to, uh, uh, medical. Uh, one second, let me write that down. Medical. Uh, yeah, I think it's called Merco uh, um, 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 Realty. Uh, Merco Realty, yes. Okay. And when should I come down? Um, I, I, I think you should come down now uh, because other people are going to want to make a deal. All right. I'll be on my way. Give me the address. All right. Um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the address. And so he gave him the address. And he took the address, and he said, Hmm, I see. I'm familiar with this area. I know this area very well. So, uh, Merco, okay, Merco Realty, all right. Um, oh, I forgot to ask him, what was the name of, of the person 
that I'm supposed to speak with. All right, not a problem. When I get there, I will find out. All right, let me get into my limousine. Okay, uh, driver. Yes, sir. What is it, sir? Uh, can you drive me to the Merco Realty? Sure thing, sir. Run away, sir. All right. Um, I'll come right into the car and in our limo and take it away. <laughs> and of course, he drove him all the way over to where the Merco Realty was. Then he comes inside. And he opens the door first, of course. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm the one that's supposed to do the sound effect. I was, you know what I was about to do, Robbie Herbs? Let me guess. You're about to ask Yossi to uh, open the door. Yeah, but I'm, I'm Yossi. I, I, I'm losing my head. Uh, you're not losing your head. You're just not used to telling the whole story. You're used to interrupting. Ah, that's a good point. Good point. Okay, anyway, so he opened the door. <laughs> and he walked inside. Uh, hello there. Uh, my name is uh, <coughs> Tuvia Gelshoff, and um, I didn't catch the name, but there's supposed to be a very big real estate deal uh, going on out of a big piece of property, and I was just wondering if uh, I could speak to the person in charge. Oh, that's very nice, and who are you, may I ask? Uh, who am I? Oh, I happen to be, um, Tuvia Gelchoff. Oh, Tuvia Gelchoff. Oh, hey, uh, you're a real estate tycoon, aren't you? Uh, well, if you want to call it a tycoon, oh, well, I'm pretty big in real estate, yes. Uh, so, well, well, what can I do for you? Oh, well, I'm the secretary, one minute. You want to speak to Miguel. Okay, one second. Let me press the intercom over here, and let me see buzz him in. Uh, Mr. McGuire? Uh, Mr. McGuire? Uh, yes, what is it? Uh, you gonna tell me what is this? What is the problem, eh? Uh, there's no problem here, Mr. McGuire. It just happens to be that uh, Tuvia Gelshaft is here, uh, from the big real estate Gelshaft and Gelshaft, you know what I mean? And uh, he's here to talk about a real estate deal that he heard. Ah, so, <laughs> it's work as well. He tell him all about it. Okay, not a problem. Send him directly into my office. I'm coming right now. Okay, uh, he says he'll see you now. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. Okay, let me just go right into this office here. Um, hello, uh, Mr. Miguel. Ah, so it's a you. <laughs> it's very nice to see you. And uh, you must be Tuvia Gelshaft from Gelshaft and Gelshaft. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, so what can I do? Uh, well, um... My, uh... Ah, you worker here, Shemuel. Uh, did, did I say it right? Oh, you did very nicely. You pronounced it very nicely. Yeah, anyway, so let me tell you. I was telling Shemuel that I have a piece of property that's available through my real estate, you know what I mean? Through my Merco Realty place, okay? And this place, let me tell you, is a very interesting place, you understand? I understand. Can I ask you a question? Uh, yes, you may ask me a question. Are you Italian? Uh, no, I'm a Mexican. Uh-huh. So then why are you talking like an Italian? I don't know. Uh, Yossi, uh, why am I talking like an Italian? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Rabbi Herbs, why is he talking like an Italian? <laughs> what are you asking me? You're telling the story. He's in Mexico. He should be talking like a Mexican. Uh, oh. Uh, do I know how to do a Mexican? I don't know. Do you? I, I, I'll try it. Uh, 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 Miguel, are you a Mexican or an Italian? I think, monsieur, I am uh, a Frenchman, no? No, 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 no. You're Mexican. Ah, I come from Mexico. Okay. I think I got it right now. Oh, that's so much better. Uh, and thanks for saving me, Rabbi Herbs. Uh, no, no problem. Uh, go ahead. 
Alright, so Mr. Uh, senior, I'm gonna tell you that uh, I have a big real estate deal and I have other people that want to make it too. So uh, I have a very big property here. If you don't mind, sir, if you don't mind to come here and look at the map over here of the city, then I will show you they blow up. You can see now they blow up of this here. You see it? Okay, now this here, the property, all of this area is available. And you can either buy the land, and you can, uh, Miss uh, 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 Senior, you can either uh, open it up and make a very, very big uh, uh, um, uh, 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 shopping mall, or you can make a big apartment complex. It's all up to you, but either way, the property is available, and you can uh make a wonderful wonderful business uh, pr uh profit uh, i think so yes senor you can do that i see very interesting miguel and uh other people are making offerings also right uh, yes there are other people making very very big offerings not a problem i mean well it is a problem for you but maybe not i don't understand what you mean <coughs> well, uh, I know that uh, Gelshaft and Gelshaft is a very, very big uh, uh, real estate uh, uh, place, and I know that you have very, very lot of capital up front, and the other places, I don't know what they are. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me, but let me get this straight. You have other offerings for this property? Oh yes, sir. We have very, very, very lot of offerings. No, senor. You have to understand that this year property is a very big property, and it is really worth maybe uh, I would say a ten million dollar maybe. Ten million dollars. And my herbs. Why am I reading in this story that it's ten million dollars? I mean, big property like that that he showed on the map over here. I mean, it's got to be like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, thirty million dollars. Yossi, Yossi, this is in nineteen eighty-five, and inflation is growing slowly. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. I should have looked at your notes a little better. Yes, you should have. Okay. Anyway, so ten million dollars is not so bad. Okay. So uh, why don't you continue the story because we're running out of time? Oh, oh, yeah, right, 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 right. So anyhow, so let me tell you what happened. So, uh, uh, um, um, uh, Tobia asked him the famous question. All right, so I understand that you're making me this offering, and you said it was important that I came down today, so I came down today. So I'm here, and uh, uh, you want to sell this for $10 million, or? Or more, or more, of course. If there is someone going to offer me more than that, I will take it. But I will uh, sell it to the first one, Okay, first give me a deposit of three million dollar. You understand? Three million dollar. Uh, you need to have a deposit of three million dollar and then I will sign a contract with you. Even if somebody offers you more money after that? Oh yes, yes, yes. It makes no difference. If somebody offered me uh, 30 million dollar, it doesn't matter because I will not give it to them because I will give it to you, sir, senor, because um, uh, you uh, made me first offering. You know, uh, Merco reality did not get to where it is because we are dishonest and we play games. No, no, no. Uh, we play games, but I mean, uh, I mean, we don't, but, but we're honest. You know what I mean? But I mean, when I say we play games, I tell more than one person about it. So, uh, before the day is over, if you can get me the $3 million deposit before the others get the $3 million deposit, then I will sign the contract with you. And if one of those others get it? I will be forced to sign the contract with them. But I think, frankly, they will have to work a lot harder because they will have to borrow from other sources. But if my research is very good, sir, then I know that uh, in your case, monsieur, 
Ah, uh, uh, Senor Rita, uh, uh, bonjour, uh, whatever. Just say, Senor. Ah, oh, yeah, okay. Senor, I want you to know that everything is perfect. And, 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 and you, I know that you probably could get the source of money because between you and your brother, you can get that three million without the problem, okay? But it has to be today because two of the other uh, realtors, uh, they look very promising. They had to get uh, sources from other people, but uh, they were looking very promising. So I will give you till the day is over uh, when the banks close. Aha, uh -huh. I see. Very interesting. Okay, not a problem. I I appreciate it, Mr. M Miguel. It was so nice to talk with you. I really enjoyed it very, very much. Okay, let me go on. Okay, let me go out this door. Okay, I close the door, and I'm on my way back to my place. And sure enough, he went back to his place. And when he got back to his place, what he did was he went over and immediately called his brother. He called his brother Aaron. Uh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Tuvia, Tuvia, it's so good to hear from you. Ha, Baruch Hashem, and I love to hear your voice. So, uh, what's the good word that you tell me? And, uh, you know, anything good? How's it going here in Mexico? Uh, Baruch Hashem, it's going gewaldic in Mexico. And I just want to tell you that I just got an opportunity. Mom is just now. I mean, I'm, I'm coming out of the meeting. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's this meeting about? Uh, what kind of meeting did you just come out of? Well, I just came out of a meeting with a uh, person, Mr. Miguel, from Mercury Realty, which took a while to figure out if he was Italian or Mexican. But anyways, in the end, Yossi decided he should be a Mexican. Okay, so anyhow, the point of the... Ah, this is very interesting. You know, and for some reason is that Yossi decided I should speak like an American living in Eretz Yisrael instead of I should be a, a Sabra a Habibi, you know what I mean. Uh, yes, yes, I know. And he also made it that I should talk like a regular person here in Mexico because I think the point of the matter is in the story... I'll tell you what the point is. The point is that you both were not born in Israel and you were not born in Mexico. You were born in America and then you started to do some real estate, you got good, then uh, your brother went to Israel, and you went to Mexico, but you still stayed in touch, and you still were partners and everything, alright? And that's the way it goes. Uh, okay, I I'm fine with that. <laughs> and I'm fine with that too, not a problem. Okay, so anyhow, you were telling me that you uh, met this guy, Miguel, from where? Uh, uh, Merco, Merco Realty. So he's from Merco Realty, and what he did was, uh, he told me about a deal, and there's some other people that are trying to raise the money for the deposit to make the deal. So uh, Miguel told me that whichever one raises the deposit first, he is going to do the deal. Oh, that, that's very interesting. So uh, what kind of deal is it? What is it, buying an apartment building or something? Uh, no, actually it's a, a big size of property. Of course, we'll have to knock down. There are old buildings over there. We knock it down, and we have the opportunity with the zoning and everything. We could either build a large apartment complex and make money that way, or we can make a mall, a big, huge mall, because it's a very large property. Uh, the property itself, uh, for 1985 prices, is like about uh, $10 million. You know what I mean? But uh, I need to have a good, sizable deposit and right now my funds that we have here in Mexico is a little bit tied up at the moment. <laughs> All right, don't worry. I have plenty of capital over here in Eretz Israel. So just tell me how much money you need and what I'll do is I'll take care to wire over the money to your account. All right, that's a very good idea. So what's the amount of money that you need? Just tell me, your little old brother, Aaron. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're my little old brother. You're my big brother. <laughs> Whatever it is. Okay, so how much money do you need? I need $3 million. Okay, not a problem. I can go to the bank tomorrow and I'll wire it over tomorrow. No, no, no. You, 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 I'm not sure if you paid attention to what I said before. Uh, Aaron, 
Uh, I need this money now as an ASAP. Uh, what money mean? Oh, well, I told you that there's a few other realtors that are bidding for this property too. And he said that whichever one comes up with the $3 million deposit first will be the one that he will be selling the property to, right? So uh, the other companies are borrowing from different friends or different sources because they don't have all that money up front. We are a very big realty, uh, you know. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Uh, we're tycoons. We're real estate tycoons. Yeah, sure. What about it? Oh, well, anyhow, so I was just thinking out loud that I could use the money ASAP, like in now. So if you don't mind to go down to the bank now and then wire over to my account the money and then call me that it's there. And when it's there, <coughs> then I will go pick it up and then bring the transfer money. Uh, you know, well, well you're going to walk with $3 million in the streets? Uh, well, if I take it as cash, then I will walk with bodyguards. And if I take it as a check, it'll be a check. You understand? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, not a problem. The main thing is I should get it to your bank. Okay, not a problem. Okay, so give me the information. Which bank you want me to drop it off into? Okay, I should wire it to the... Uh-huh. Uh-huh, got it. Got it, wrote it down. Okay. And which account number? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, got it. I'm on my way right now. Oh, that would be so lovely. Thank you so much. Okay. That would be great. So I guess my brother will take care of it. I'll hear from him soon. All righty. Uh... Where's my chauffeur? Ah, yeah, Habibi. My turn to show me around. Okay, Habibi. If I do, Rotsi, la holech, eh? Where do you want to go, eh? <laughs> Very good. Okay, yeah, all right. It's the next shift already. Okay, not a problem. Okay, I want you to take me to my main bank. Ah, Habibi, no problem. I take you there right now. Hey, hop into the limousine. Okay. Okay. Fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> There's no reason for me to fasten the seatbelt. There's plenty of room here. Very comfortable. I like to be comfortable. All right, Habibi. But I take you to the bank right away. Hey, drive like a man. Oh, sorry, sir. I thought you had to get there very fast. Yeah, fast means without wasting time, okay? All right, just get me there safe and sound. All right, Habibi. I get you to the bank safe and sound. Okay, Habibi. I got you to the bank. Ah, very good. Thanks a lot. Okay. All righty. And let me just go inside to the bank over here through this. The revolving door. Uh, Rabbius, does the revolving door make any noise? Uh, if it's oil, probably not. Oh, okay. And if it doesn't have oil, so it goes... Uh, I have no idea. I haven't gone through a revolving door in a long time. Especially in 1985. I don't remember from then. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 okay, okay. So, no sound effects. Sorry. Uh, um, um, just go right in. And of course... Oh, yeah, uh, I'm right. And of course he went inside, and the guard recognizes him, and he says... Oh, how are you? Hey, Habibi Aaron Gilchaf. <coughs> how are you? Aaron Gilchaf, how are you? It's so good to see you. Burak Hashem, Habibi. So good to see everybody. Look who's here. And of course, everybody turned around and they gave a look and they saw there was Aaron Geldshaft. And there was a line and he's looking and looking and he said, Excuse me, but I have very important business to take care of. So if you don't mind, could you please go to the other line over there? And that's where part of his guy came in because he thought he was so well-to-do and because he's about to duck it, he can do what he wants and push his weight around. So he would ask the people to go to the other line. 
and one person who didn't hop said, Excuse me, young man, but I don't know you, and I am a little bit older. Show your respect, okay? So I'm ahead of you online, and then I'm, 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 I'm ahead of you online, okay? So you wait your turn. <laughs> In there, baby, you. you don't recognize who I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, just a minute, uh, uh, madam, madam, madam. Please, uh, uh, it, it's better for you, uh, I explain later maybe, better for you to go on the other line. Uh, uh, this uh, person a little bit eccentric, you understand? Eccentric, eccentric. He should have manners. He should think before he speaks to an older person. <laughs> Nerve of him. Okay, not problem, lady. Okay, not a problem. Okay, okay, okay. Please go over there. Uh, pardon me, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. You don't mind if this older lady goes first in front of the line? Ah, no, go right ahead. Ah, habibi, sure, zika. Ah, zika. Zika, Sure, she can go ahead of us. Not a problem. Okay, you go ahead. Oh, thank you, sir. You're such a kind person. Much nicer than that. <laughs> Who does he think he is? Uh, All righty. Uh, here I am now. Um, Let me just take a look over here and see. Okay. Now let's see who the teller is. Oh, it says over there, Javi. Okay, Javi. How are you? How are you? How are you? Baruch Hashem. I am fine. What can I do for you, Mr. Geldshaft? Okay, um, uh, Javi, you know, I'm here uh, because I have to wire uh, some money to my brother. I need to wire, it's very important, and it has to be done right now. So I want you to wire $3 million to my brother's account in Mexico. So here's the paper, that's his account number. Can you read my handwriting? Good. I figured you'd be able to read it because I typed it out. <coughs> that was a funny joke. Handwriting, but it was typed. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so I will work on this right now. Uh, thank you, Javi, and make it snappy. Um, okay, I will try my best. Okay, now let's see now. Okay, this is the count in Mexico. Let me press the buttons. Okay, I did that, and enter the number, okay, and press for transfer, okay. Alright, so uh, you make it quick with that transfer, because you know, uh, I have to get my uh, receipts, you know, the currency transaction report, you know, I gotta get it, you know, to make sure the money went through, went to the right people and everything, okay, so uh, <sighs> the whole thing should be over in like about two minutes, right? It should be, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I, I pressed, the, you know, to go, and it's uh, it's uh, starting to work. All right, yeah, yeah, so uh, you know, the, the clock is ticking here. Uh, you know, it's like two minutes already, you know what I mean? Uh, how long should it take for a transfer to go? Well, I did everything I'm supposed to do, and it's not going, so I'm very sorry. I try, and uh, we have to be patient. <laughs> hey, are you a new teller here or something? You're the most untalented teller I've ever seen over here. You can't even do a simple wire transfer? Hey, just because it's $3 million doesn't mean you should get all uptight. Hey, are you a trained teller or not? Yes, I am a trained teller, yes. All right, all right. Now you listen to me. And of course he spoke really loud, so the whole island heard him. No matter where you were standing in the bank, you heard. And this person, Chava, was a very kind teller. She did not speak up bad. She did not turn, turn you know, like, uh, you know, like, usually people... I know what you mean. Usually if you sell somebody, hey, you, what do you think you're doing over there? And usually most people go, hey, who do you think you're talking to like that? You're talking to me some respect. Right, that's right. So, but she answered very respectfully, no matter how disrespectful uh, um, Aaron was. Hey, and now uh, you listen to me. You are supposed to, uh, you know, transfer that money, okay? Did you put in account right? Yes, I did. I put in the account right. 
Did you put in all the numbers and everything and press the processing? Yes, I did, but for some reason, the computer is not working. It's not transferring. <laughs> here we are, 11 o'clock in the morning. And I came here at 11, I think it was, so now I'm waiting how long? Oh, it was only about five minutes so far. Uh, five minutes so far? Five minutes? You know, I should wait five minutes for a two-minute transfer? Oh, come on. Do you sure you know what you're doing? Uh, you, you know, you should maybe go back to school in the banker school and learn how to make a transfer, okay? You know, this is getting ridiculous. Why should I be waiting so long for a wire transfer? Would you get on it and move it? I am trying my best, sir. I'll reprogram it again, okay? Okay, and it should be going. And, uh, it's not going. Ha 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 ha. You don't even know how to do a wire You know what? I want to see the manager. Can I see the manager right now? I want to see the manager now. Okay. The manager's office is right over there. You see the door? It says manager. <laughs> a man of my stature is having a problem here with a teller. I don't need to go to the manager. When I ask for the manager, you have the manager sent right over here, right now. All right. Give me a moment. I'll call him in. Uh, Uri, um, there's a customer over here who wants to see you right now. Uh, all right, uh, Habibi. Oh, Missy. Oh, Javi, it is you. Not problem. Okay. Uh, I will come out right now. All right, I'm coming. Uh, one minute, please. I'm coming. And so the bank manager Uri came out. Ah, Shalom Aleichem. How are you? Ah, Aaron Gelchav. Shalom Aleichem. How are you? Don't give me this, Shalom Aleichem, man. I'm a busy businessman. Now, you look here. I come here to make a wire transfer for my brother in Mexico. Okay? I gave the account number. I gave everything. All the proper numbers over here. And I'm waiting here. It's almost 10 minutes already here. And she has not managed to transfer the money yet. Okay? So, what's going on here? My brother's waiting for a big business deal. Okay? You understand that, what I'm saying to you? Okay? So, Uri, you listen to me right now. I want you to help this lady, whatever it is. I don't know who this uh, Javi Teller is. New, new Teller, whatever it is. Maybe you should send her back to school or something. But I want this money transferred and now. It shouldn't take more than two minutes. All right, all right. Habibi, relax, relax, Mr. Aaron Gelchaf. Don't worry about the thing. I will come over here behind the teller here and I will check it out. And, oh, oh, okay, she did everything right. Oh, yeah, she did everything right? So why is it not working? There's a problem with the computer. It's not going through. It could be on the other end. There's a problem over here. Oh, yeah, there's a problem over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what the problem is? I think you both got to go back to school. You know what? I'm getting very frustrated here. Ah, you know that? I'm very, very frustrated over here. You know what? I, I, I need to go outside for some fresh air. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out. Okay? And when I get myself calmed down, maybe I'll wait until tomorrow. When I come back here tomorrow, first opportunity, I'm going to take all my money out of this bank, and I'm going to transfer to another bank. Ha, <laughs> You just wait and see what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had it here. You guys don't know what you're doing over here. A simple wire transfer should take two, three minutes. The most. The most. It's 15, 20 minutes I'm waiting over here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And of course, you see? Ah, and of course. So, oh, wow, but he was doing such a great job, wasn't he? Yes, yes, he was very dramatic. Okay, so tell what happens next. Ah, yeah, so what happened next was this. He went outside and he, he, he you know, uh, he went and he, he went back and he called up his brother in Mexico. And his brother said, all right, don't worry about a thing. And maybe there is a problem with the computers. Don't worry. Don't let it bother you. Don't let it bother. I don't want you to lose the business deal. Listen, if it's meant to be, it will be. Everything is minashamayim. You know that. Okay? So, um, listen. Whenever you can get me the money, you get me the money. Zogzichnish. Don't worry. Nothing to get upset about. <laughs> Nothing to get upset about. Huh? <laughs> Oh, what a million dollar, billion dollar, I don't know. Not a billion. 
It was just a $10 million deal. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but it could have brought us billions. Don't worry. Whatever's supposed to be, will be. Don't worry. Meanwhile, back in the bank, uh, the bank manager Uri went over to the teller. Uh, listen to me. Uh, I want to tell you privately, uh, Javi, you know you are very, very good. You controlled yourself, even though he embarrassed you, and you got really heavily embarrassed. But I want to tell you, one thing good came from this, is that you did not answer. And Chazal tell us, yeah, yeah, Chazal tell us, uh, tell us that if a person gets embarrassed and does not answer back, then he is zoicha that his tefillahs will be answered. Now between you and me, I know you're married for how long? Uh, about 13, 14 years. Ah, yes. And I'm sure you want children, but you don't have any, right? Yes, that's correct. I don't have any children. Well, I think that you should go over and be mispalel to Rabbi Nishalem to children, and you're going to see he's going to grant it to you. And of course, she was mispalel. She cried with bitter tears, and people, when she saw that she was crying, they went to the other window. They let her alone, and she was crying bitter tears for a child. Now, I'm going to tell you this part now because uh, I don't know how much time you have left. And I want to make sure that this part gets in the story. So what happened was is that one year later, she had a beautiful brach in the house. She, she had a child born. But I don't remember. Uh, did did Mendy Z say if it was a boy or a girl? Taka, I'm looking at the paper. Nope, it just says about a year later, she gave birth to a child. doesn't say what the child was. Okay, so that's that. Now you're going to tell the part? Uh, not me. You're going to tell the part how we know it was in 1985. Oh, right. Okay. The next morning. The next morning, the first thing, as soon as the bank came over. Uh, I mean, as soon as the bank. As soon as the bank opened. Right, right. That's what I wanted to say. As soon as the bank opened, all of a sudden, there was somebody at the bank. And who was that? Uh, that was uh, Aaron. Aha, uh-huh. so Aaron uh, Gelchaft. Came to take out his money. Nope, 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 nope. He went over to the bank teller and he said, uh, uh, Excuse me, uh, Javi, I embarrassed you in public and I wish to apologize in public. Everybody listen very carefully. Javi is the best bank teller in the whole wild world. Yes, yes, the best bank teller in all the banks of Eretz Israel. Yes, 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 she's the best. She's the best. Okay, now please be Michael me for what I told you yesterday. I michael you, I michael you. All right, thanks for the Rechila. Okay, now, um, um, uh, is he in his office? You mean Uri, the bank manager? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want me to call him? No, no, no. I'm going to see him. I'm going to go see him. I'm going to go see him. And sure enough, he knocked on his door. And of course, when he got inside, what happened was is, uh-uh, wait a minute. I'm supposed to say that. But you're not, you got to be quicker. There's only a few minutes left. you got to hurry up. Okay, okay, I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying. So he came inside, and Uri says... Ah, you came here to sign all the papers, want to make all the paper transactions to take your money and transfer out? Uh, actually, no. I don't want to do that. I want to keep all my money here. You do? Why? Uh, because, uh, gums on the table. Here, I want you to see... <coughs> Excuse me, but... <coughs> this newspaper headline. A newspaper headline? Okay, let me see. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, Mexico City in Mexico had a big earthquake. Oh, my goodness. September 19, 1985, 7.18 a.m. with a magnitude scale of 8.0 on the Richter scale. Wow. That is a very big... Oh, let me read this over here. Wow. So many people died. So, um, why is this important to show me? You don't understand. If the computer worked and the money would have been transferred to the bank, right? Yes, I'm following now. And my brother would have gone to the bank to pick up the money. Yes, so? Well, one of the buildings that collapsed and people died and everybody, you know, that in this particular bank that collapsed, uh, everybody died in there. And that would have meant 
that Chas V'Sholem, my brother Tuvia, would have died yesterday. So, Mina Shemaim, I checked the time schedules. And 11.17, when I ran out of your bank, that's when the earthquake took place. Do you understand that? Uh-huh, uh, I think so. Well, that's what happened. You understand? So I learned a very big lesson that Hashem did not want my brother to be nifter yet, anyways. So that's for sure. I thank him for that. And he didn't want the business deal to go through yet for whatever reasons, because maybe that property was also affected. And most of all, I learned that I should think first and not to fly off the handle like that. I should think before I speak. And that's why I was very apologetic to that, to the to the Telechavi. And I apologize in public. And she was Michael me. And I hope that uh, you too will be Michael. Yeah, of course. I was Michael right away in my heart. Because I realized that uh, you were just frustrated. Okay, but Baruch Hashem, if you walked away with a lesson and decided not to take the money out of the bank, that is very good. I am very happy. I am very, very happy. So you see, Rabbi Abs, that was a great story. Did I make it? Well, you're just a tiny drop over. Uh, okay, so everybody got to walk away with that lesson. Think before you talk. And you got to understand that everything's been a Shemayim. And don't get frustrated because something doesn't go your way. <coughs> That's right. That sounds great. Okay, now we only have time to wish everybody. Uh, everybody have a good Shabbos, a great Shabbos. And also a Kasiba of a Hasima Toiva. Good Ben Shior because next week it'll be Rosh Hashanah. So we're not going to be on next week, right? That's right. So everybody have a Kasiba of a Hasima Toiva. Good Ben Shior. Goodbye.